Yeah, we would like to be the only game in town. However, in reality, if you have something good, if you have something valuable, you will have uh, imitators. And But we have so many products I and mean, we spend all day long thinking about what's our next product. And we listen to our customers very carefully. Hey, welcome to My Company Story. I'm your host, Don Burge. My Company Story is a podcast where I get to interview some of the most interesting business owners and CEOs about the challenges that they've faced and how they've overcome them. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm here today with Steve Munitonis. Steve is the CEO and co-founder of Katsu Global. And Steve, I'm going to let you describe what Katsu Global is for us then, if you could. Yeah, Katsu, um, that's a Japanese word meaning additional pressure. But what we do is uh, we're pioneering a new paradigm in exercise and re rehabilitation. Um, we actually are a part of a larger market, which is called BFR, blood flow restriction. But we established a market, we're the pioneers in the market, and we're going forward, uh, pushing the envelope of what we can do for people. So Steve, is it safe to say that you guys didn't just create a product, but really created a, a new industry or a new sector in your industry? Is that is that correct? Correct. Right now, um, a lot of physical therapists, uh, strength conditioning coaches, and others very much understand the power of the BFR market, uh, blood flow restriction market, of which Katsu is the leader. So it's been it's been a challenge, but it's been very very satisfying in in going along on this journey. And how uh, how long has this been, journey been going on? I mean, when when did the company start, and when did you first get introduced to this? So. I was very lucky, a very fortuitous uh, set of events introduced me to the Japanese inventor um, who had invented it many years ago. And um, I was literally the first English speaking um, person to meet him. Wow. When he, when he did this with me in 2001, um, I thought Katsu was the most fantastic thing I've ever experienced personally. I asked Dr. Sato at the time, the inventor, I said, why isn't this known around the world? And he said, oh, two reasons. I don't speak English and I don't travel outside of Japan. And I said, <laughs> I do. And yeah. now it took him 13 years to mentor me, to teach me everything about Katsu. And in 2014, so roughly six years ago, we started Katsu Global. Wow, that's an amazing story, Steve. So you, you were just persistent with this guy. You knew he had something there. And, and just said, teach me, I want to take this thing to market. And it took 13 years before he finally said, okay, go for it. Yes, he's very, very Japanese. Um, oh, very Japanese. Uh, the old uh, Karate Kid movie, wax on and wax off. I was waxing on and waxing off for 13 years. Yeah, um, he was Mr. Mr. Miyagi to you then, right? Right, right exactly. <laughs> right. And it took a while because, you know, um, as an MD, PhD, he was speaking at such a high level um, to me about physiological changes in the body, hormonal responses, and, and a lot of things I didn't know about. So he was teaching me in Japanese, I was listening, understanding, and then I had to express that in English. So it was a long, long process. But he took me, I mean, he 10 years at the University of Tokyo Hospital with cardiologists, he taught me how to use Katsu on comatose patients, patients with cerebral palsy, as well as Olympic athletes, Olympic champions, and some of the best baseball players, you know, in the world. So what exactly is it? Is it a, is it a, uh, is it a device that you put on your body and where, or is it something you inject or, or, or inhale or tell me what it is? 
Yeah. So it is, it is a, a bit of hardware. It's basically two bands. Imagine a very narrow uh, blood pressure cuff. Um, but on the blood pressure cuff, when it, when it tightens very much and they take your blood pressure, it, it's rather uncomfortable. This is about, I don't know, 30 to 40% of that pressure. Okay. Um, and what happens in your arms and your legs is your limb gets engorged in blood. Now, I could be sitting here as my limbs are engorged in blood. That is literally mimicking exercise. Oh. So, so you can actually mimic exercise or physical rehabilitation if you have a broken bone or torn ligament or torn muscle. You could actually mimic exactly the physiological uh, responses of the body as you're sitting down or rehabilitating or just relaxing on an airplane. So you put these cuffs on <clears throat> your legs and your arms and, and you can just wear them for a period of time. And it's the same as uh, lifting dumbbells and doing that type of thing. Correct. Do you Correct. get the same kind of muscle tone though, as you do with, uh, with, uh, with weights? Yes, actually. You do? And, and that's why the Navy SEALs, uh, most of the teams in the NFL, NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball have adopted the BFR technology because especially as the athletes get older and older, let's say you're a professional athlete in your 30s or approaching your 40s, your body is not as resilient as it was when you're a teenager or 20. Right. So in order to maintain that muscle tone and actually improve the muscle tone, whether it's a Navy SEAL or Army Ranger or a uh, Oakland Raider or LA Dodger, you want to um, be as efficient as possible. And there's no more efficiency. We all have downtime. We all, uh, you know, are in front of our computers, uh, texting sitting, on sitting, our sitting here right now during our interview, I could be wearing it or you might be wearing it right now. Absolutely. And, uh, and Wow, yeah. that's that's amazing. That's so. Do you do do athletes use this in conjunction with weightlifting? I mean, you're not oh, people are not just using this, are they? I mean, it's it, you use it in addition to. Is that correct? Some people exclusively use this. Other people do a combination. Um, wow. And quite often, we always recommend you do some sort of combination, especially on the pro athlete side. Sure. You know, guys just like to go in and lift every now and then. Exactly. They want to make sure that they can bench press as much as they used to or do as many pull-ups. So we always say, hey, do katsu. And if you like the atmosphere and the ambiance of a, of a weight room, go ahead and do some weights wow. every now and then. But for a guy like me, I mean, I'm, my, one of my New Year's resolutions every year is, you know, cardio and lifting weights. And like, okay, I've got some dumbbells right here next to me. I did it once this year and, and you know, halfway into, halfway into the month already, yes. you know, so I could wear this instead while I'm uh, watching TV or, or and, and get the, uh, the same type of uh, a feeling and workout then. Absolutely. Especially for a baby boomer. Wow. Especially for a busy executive who has limited time, you could be killing two birds with one stone. I guarantee your bicep, your chest, your waist, your, your legs will be more toned um, and your body mass index would change. You've sold me. I'm getting one of these things. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. So, yeah. Steve, tell us, I mean, what happened then? All of a sudden, you got the, you got the okay from the doctor in Japan. And, and six years ago, you went to market. It seems to me, what an incredible thing. I mean, was it, was it easy to sell? Was it hard? What channels did you use? How did you go about doing that? Oh, it was incredibly difficult. Incredibly Why? difficult. Because people didn't believe you or? Absolutely, they didn't believe me. Absolutely. Yeah. Right now, the military is our, our biggest customer. Right. It literally took me over six years uh, from the time I spoke to them until the time they bought their first unit. It was about seven years. 
Wow. In time. And it's simply because a, either they thought it was dangerous or B it sounded too good to be true. Sure. It and, does sound too good to be true. Yeah. Yes. But when I, what in, in this process, I explained to their physicians and their physiologists actually what is happening in the body. And then we did a tremendous amount of research. So right now there are easily over a hundred um, uh, research, uh, peer-reviewed uh, research papers out there in the literature. So gradually people were able to change. And once they tried it, they just absolutely couldn't believe it. We've done zero marketing, zero advertising. We don't do any social media campaigns. And it's simply word of mouth to get across all of the professional sports. Went about uh, a little over 70 universities, um, the Navy, Air Force, um, uh, uh, Marines. Um, we use them on, in submarines. We use it on aircraft carriers. We use it in the airplane. So, you know, this in some ways was very difficult. We had a huge barrier to overcome, but word of mouth for us has been absolutely vital. So I would imagine, Stephen, that that, that you've got these wonderful name, you know, Navy SEALs and the military and the NFL, and I mean, brand names endorsing you guys. And after a long period of, of really laying the ground uh, the, and the and the pa research papers on that too, aren't you poised just to take off and explode with your business growth then because of that kind of the foundation that you've laid up coming up and up to uh, up to about a year ago today? Uh, didn't you have things pretty much ready just to take off? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we had so many plans. We were quite happy with with our graduate growth. We we built the base, and then all of a sudden, COVID hit. Right. Um, and the slowdown, and literally. Uh, our headquarters is in um, LA County. Uh, we were told uh, if we continue uh, operating as a non-essential business, we'd be fined a thousand dollars a day. Wow! So in the stealth of night, um, the partners we went to the office. We put all the stuff in our cars, and we literally brought all the inventory and everything uh, to our homes, and we completely flipped the business. Up until that time, we had to have one-on-one -on -one interaction to explain and demonstrate Katsu. And we said, we can't do that anymore. We can't travel. Um, nobody wants to see us. And so we went completely from a person-to-person, face-to-face sales pitch to everything online. Wow. And, um, and that actually has prepared us for this current year. And so we were, again, hitting another uh, trajectory point. Wow. I'll bet. I'll bet. It, I'll bet the directory does take off because, like you said earlier, the product sells itself. It's just a matter of the channel you use to get that product known and get it out there. Correct. So it sounds like up until up until uh, March or so of of twenty twenty, you were you were doing face to face sales. You're taking the product out and showing. Uh, who were you showing it to? Who were you selling? Were it doctors or or, or professional sports people or who were you who were you talking to back then? Yeah, initially we were. Uh doing a lot of presentation to the military, all the different branches, all the different levels. Same way with the, um, pro, the, the I would say, collegiate, Olympic, and pro sports teams. Typically, we had to go through the strength conditioning coach or the trainers, the, the people who are dealing with uh, physical therapy. Um, and, you know, they're very, uh, a very difficult audience to, to convince. And it was just a matter of being persistent and, you know, to get a, a customer like the, I don't know, USA Rugby or, you know, the, the Los Angeles Dodgers, um, UC San Diego. I mean, this was a long, long process. I mean, it literally each customer took over a year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and but we knew that base had to be established. Once we mm-hmm. had that base established, now we were able to tell our main market now, which is baby boomers. I see. People now, did, you re- yeah. did you realize that uh, a year ago that baby boomers were you're going to be your uh, target market, or did you always know that? All right, I I really sense it's going to be a good market for us to get into that, or or to just to stumble upon that. Or how did that? How did you realize that? No, we we already always knew from day one that baby boomers, people that over the age of fifty, were our target market. We always knew that, Got but it. convincing the baby boomers, yeah, that this was safe and effective, we knew we had to get those brand name customers first. Right, exactly. I'm not going to believe you until I see that the Navy SEALs and NFL yes. members. Now I believe you. You know, got yes. some credibility behind you. Yes. So yeah. then, what? So now, take us back. You're you and your partners, the dead of night. You're out there. You're sneaking the inventory away from the county uh, office you have in LA. Bring it back to your homes, and then what do you do the next day? I mean, how do you keep the lights on? We we actually then we had to shift about there was about a month or about a six week period. We had to take our sales pitch that we would do face to face and put that online. Uh-huh. So we had to do videos. We had to understand how do we tell a seventy five year old woman how safe and effective this is. Yeah. So we so our pictures, which were let's say fit young people, we had to take pictures of people in their 60s older, and 70s older people using yes it. Yeah, yes yeah. because okay. when that when that 75 year old woman saw a picture of let's say a a uh, la dodger this fit young man right it meant nothing to her she can't when relate she, to that no, absolutely not and when yeah. she saw a picture of an 80 year old woman right with it on okay that was that was where we had to go right or an 80 year old single man i bet she really was interested <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, that's yes. fascinating. That's wonderful. So you you really pivoted your business model and you did it online. But but correct me if I'm wrong, though, Stephen, isn't I mean, the audience you're talking about, the baby boomers. Now, many of us and I'm a, on the young side of that and, and computers are very friendly with me. But the 75 year old, 80 year olds that I know, they're not as familiar with the with the way you know, with getting information from YouTube videos and, and, and things like that. Did you struggle with that uh, part of it also? Yeah, so we we did have a one eight hundred number and out there, so people would call us, and we would liter- literally I can't tell you the number of times we asked. I'll, I'll just say a, a figurative name, Mary. Mary, can you get your son or daughter mm. or young person down the street to get on the phone with you? And Got we it. would literally teach them how to do FaceTime or zoom or something. So we always had some collaborator, whether right. it's a family member or a neighbor or whatever. And gradually then, but then when we got that Mary to understand and purchase Katsu, especially for women in their 50s, 60s and 70s, they were our greatest salespeople. I see. So they went down to back to the uh, Bible study group and said, hey girls, <laughs> look what I'm using. This is fantastic. Mary, you're looking awfully fit these days. What are you doing? That absolutely kind of thing. absolutely now, how, how so so tell us about the marketing efforts then if you could see because i know a lot of the audience on our show they're uh they're all interested in, in how do they market their businesses they're in, in doing this and you are really teaching something that's brand new to people who you've never met before and they've never heard of you what did, what was your message or what were the youtube video contents or the website content and how did you get uh people to click on that and really even to begin the, how did mary even know to call you yeah, well, we initially we tried Twitter, Instagram, uh, we tried some TikTok, we tried Facebook, and we found the the demographics for Facebook really resonated much more than the other social media, just for our market. 
Um, and so our pitch was basically, you could do this anytime, anywhere. And when everybody was locked down in their homes, that was a valuable pitch. When you I mean, I don't have to go outside. I don't have to, I can't go to the gym. Right. I, uh, I, my refrigerator is right there. I'm going to eat all day. I'm gaining <laughs> right. my, my, my weight, but how do I remain fit? And that was the message that we um, sent out. Yeah, that's a great message. So I've got to ask you, Stephen, where can I buy these and where can I, and how much does it cost? I mean, can you yeah. pitch me right now on, on how do I, how, what do I do? I want to buy one of these. Yes. So you go to our uh, website. It's uh, www.katsu.com. That's K-A-A-T-S-U.com. Um, and we pride ourselves on customer service. If you have any questions, we answer them. We have uh, weekly Zoom meetings where people gather. Um, and we just, I sit here like this and I explain the product and it's, it's $900. Um, that's one-time fee, or you could um, buy it is somewhere around $45 per month. Got it. Um, Got and, it. Great. And that, th so we know a lot of people are on a fixed income, especially yeah. as they get older. So we have, you know, various um, payment plans to make it comfortable for people. Well, it's less expensive than a gym membership that you never go to use and can't use these days anyway. So yes, <laughs> it makes yes. a lot of sense. That's fantastic. Yeah. So Stephen, do you manufacture this device yourself or do you have a manufacturer doing it? And tell us about how that distribution part of it. Yeah, so our chief engineer uh, was formerly worked for Samsung. And um, so myself and the partners, we, we went to Korea and we uh, have the Koreans manufacture um, the the components uh, we engineer here. So all of the algorithms and, and all of the specifications we, we, we tested, we made prototypes here, and then we have the Korean manufacturers um, make them in Korea, and then they're shipped uh, to us here for distribution. Oh, that's wonderful. <clears throat> so you have a small team here. And, and I imagine you're still working, all of you are working out of our homes these days and doing a virtual office environment like that right now. <clears throat> that's that's great and the manufacturing and and i imagine you have patents on this so no one can uh no one can uh, rip you off and do that is there much competition in this space or is there any competition in this space so initially there was zero competition in this space it was it was brand new um and then as we started to get traction especially amongst the pros um pro athletes we started to get competitors mm -hmm. my partners actually thought you know we need to sue these people they, we need to put a cease and desist order. They are, you know, um, infringing on our patents, not all of them, but some of them. And I thought, you know what, that is going to uh, detract from our mission going forward. Hmm. It actually worked because they did a lot of advertising and marketing. They did it. We were the, we were the 800 pound gorilla and they were coming in. So they did a lot of social media, but what happens is when they do social media, our name, also comes you up. You guys benefit from their marketing efforts then. Exactly. So we spent zero, but our name was still getting out there because the competitors were saying, hey, we're better than Katsu. Okay. Uh, so who's Katsu? Yeah. Right. So they go to you and take a look yes. at you guys. So that's great. So is that still going on right now or are they gaining traction on you or you're not threatened by the, uh, by the competitors? No, the market is because it's a new market and because it's safe and effective, the market is absolutely exploding absolutely exploding. And, you know, um, yeah, we would like to be the only, you know, only game in town. However, you know, in reality, if you have something good, if you have something valuable, you will have uh, imitators. And but we have so many 
uh, products. I and mean, we spend all day long thinking about what's our next product. And we listen to our customers very carefully. So I, it, I've got know. to ask you then, Stephen, what is your next product? Or can you can you share that with our, with our audience? I mean, where where is your company going right now? It sounds like it's basically a one product company. Where do you see that growing out into? And what how do you what do you see the future uh, in that area? So the, the, the information is hardware right now. What we're selling is hardware and the protocols, how to maintain either uh, your muscle or hormonal response or rehabilitate from something. However, we have these pneumatic bands on your arms and legs that track 60 times a second. What is actually happening in your body? That data itself is a window on your internal physiological right. wellness so it's right. actually where we see it is the hardware is simply a catalyst for gaining a lot more um, knowledge physiologically about you and so we're working with some you know big data scientists um, some medical groups because that itself when we know what's happening let's say let's say you're 40 years old but we know uh, through our equipment that your knee is starting to you may not realize it but your body gives off a lot of signals. We could tell you at the age of 40, hey, you know what? Um, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, you may not, you may have a knee replacement. What wow. can you do now to avoid that knee replacement years in the future? That's where we're going. Wow, that's remarkable. That's a that's a great that's a great story, Stephen. We've uh, we've hit the end of our time limit here. I really want to thank you for coming on the show and explaining what you do and explaining the industry and explaining how to go buy one and where to go. Cause I think I'm going to go out and get that. It's a wonderful product. And I really appreciate you coming on and, and talking about the challenges that you face. So thank oh. you. For, and Stephen, I'll put yeah. in the show notes ways for people to get a hold of you in case they want to reach out. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, Stephen. Hey, thanks for listening to my company story. We have new episodes coming out every week. So please subscribe if you like this. And if you'd like to hear previous episodes, you can go to mycompanystory.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, please email me at don at Thanks for listening.